Welcome to the You Are Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good. Your boy is doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I tried to record a little earlier live, and guess what? I had technical difficulties, so I had to restart. Let me tell you something. We're going to be in the gospel of Matthew chapter 4. We're going to be looking at Jesus' Galilean ministry. That's what we're going to talk about. Hey, guess what? It's going to be an intense time, but we're going to find out what Jesus was doing, what his ministry was about. Boy, I hope that you encourage this Friday. I'm praying that God would bless you and take whatever the illity, whatever's coming at you and your family, that he would turn it around. You know, I like to say, I'd like to thank everybody who listens to the podcast show from all around the world. Uh, and for the sake of time, uh, because I did mention it earlier in the early recording, but it got to leave. I want to say I thank all you different places on Instagram, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I thank you for your love and support. I thank you for being there for me in the midst of my situations and circumstances. Like I tell you, this podcast show started August the 20th with one person, just me. And it started because of my oldest son, Daniel Hampton. He passed away in my arm and God gave me this to uh, speak to people about that you're not alone in the midst of your difficulties, in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your tribulation, that God will be with you, that he will aid you and help you. Because guess what? God is a faithful God. And this is what we're going to be talking about, Jesus' ministry. Guess what? Jesus lived on earth. God lived on earth as a man. He know what it is. But everything that you go through, he know what it is to, to lose loved ones. He lost his stepdad, Joseph. Let me tell you something. He lost other family members and friends because guess what? Jesus lived a real life. So he knows what it is to be hungry. He know what it is to be tired. He know what it is to be ostracized by people. That's what I'm here to tell you. So let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for the day. Actually, bless your children all around the world today, Father, as they trust you and lead not to their own understanding, that they acknowledge you, Father, in all their ways that you would direct their path, Father, that you would open doors for them that no man can shut, God. You are the answer to every problem that a person has, Father. You have the solution. You have the know-how to bring us out. Allow us to trust you by faith. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Family, we're going to be talking about Jesus, Galilean ministry. I'm about to go off. Boy, because I want to talk about how good God is. Let me tell you something. God is faithful to you and me. Whatever he said he would do, trust in him. Let me tell you something. Sometimes it seems like things might not be going the way that you want them to go, but that's a laugh in the pit of hell. Remember this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 4. We're going to start in verse 12. As Jesus begins his Galilean ministry, we're going to see what happens. Now, check it out. This is, understand this. Everything happens with a cause. Check it out. Now, when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. Did you hear that? See what happened? John, forerunner, made the announcement that when he baptized Jesus, that he was the one whose shoes he was not worthy what to latch. And check it out. Now, it's time for Jesus to go. Now, guess what? We get a glimpse because it says that John is going into prison. We know Jesus is going to go to the cross. We know John is going to be what? Beheaded in prison. In other words, we got to understand that guess what? Ministry for Jesus and John was life-giving ministry. Did you hear that? Life-giving ministry. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. But Jesus wasn't, Jesus was up for the challenge. He wasn't afraid of the challenge. I want you to see it. Let's slide on down to verse 13. I want you to see. Here we go. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capodium which is by the sea of the region of Zebulun 
and Napatil. Did you hear that? That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, guess what? Everything Jesus did is according to the word of God, according to fulfillment. Things had to happen just the way that it was pre-written hundreds and hundreds of years prior, even thousands of years prior. He had to do it so that prophecy will be fulfilled and that it would be no doubt that he was the son of God, that he walked the face of the earth. Check this out. This Bible that I'm holding in my hand is the living word of God. It's his last will and testament. It describes who he is from the beginning to the end. It tells how the world was formulated by God speaking it into existence. But now we're about to see Jesus. Guess what? John is in prison. Now Jesus is supposed to go out and guess what? He feels to walk as a man in faith, just trusting God and the Holy Spirit with him to go about doing good. Check it out. I want you to see it. Now, verse 15. Now, this is what it says, that the land of Zebulun and the land of Napatil, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light upon those who sat in the regions of the shadows of death. Light has dawned. Jesus Christ is coming to save the world, to save mankind from himself, to give man the opportunity to get it right with God. Hallelujah. Boy, I hope that you're encouraged because your boy is pumped up today. Hallelujah. I'm on edge. Understand this. Church, I told you, Christ Redeemed Church, City of Chicago, Southside Chicago, we're going off. We're going off to rescue the children, rescue people in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Understand this. We teach in the kingdom and relationship with the Holy Spirit. Check it out. I want you to see verse 17. I want you to see it and see it clearly. For at that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Did you hear that? What was Jesus doing? Preaching repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Did you hear that? That's for me and you today. Understand this. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So let's repent. Let's go down to verse 18. Let's see what Jesus said. And Jesus was walking by the sea of Galilee and saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. For they were fishermen. Did you hear it? They had a job. They wasn't just sitting around. They were working. But guess what? They about to get a calling. Understand it. It's God who qualifies the call. Guess what? Because when you go on in the gospel, you're going to find out that people are going to look at these guys and say that they were unlearned men, but they were taught by the master, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. Check it out. And here, here is the question for you and me today. This is what Jesus wait for me and you to say. Check this out. Then Jesus said to them, follow me. Would you follow him today? That's it. That's all. Follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. Did you hear that? What an oxymoron. He said, hey, what you're doing right now, you're about not to catch, you're about to catch some live people and get their lives turned around for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Be excited with me because I'm pumped up because I want you to know that Jesus' ministry started out, guess what, in Galilee with controversy. John is in prison. Did you hear that? 
but he has to go out and win the world and show people that he's the son of God. Hallelujah. Check it out. I want you to see it. Now, when, when, when God calls you, understand this. He says, follow me. Now, I want you to see it in verse 20. This what how they respond. This is how Simon called Peter and Andrew responded. They responded just like this. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Guess what? There's nothing greater than serving God. All the other nonsense, you can leave it behind. Hallelujah. Praise God with me because he's good and worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Check it out. I want you to see it. We're going to go down to verse 21. I want you to see it. Check it out. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the sons of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat. Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Did you hear that? They left. They forsook home. They said, Dad, we got a greater calling because the Messiah has said, follow me. Did you hear that? That's what happened. They followed the Messiah. Hallelujah. I want you to see it. Could you imagine their daddy said, where are you going? Now, you might think that these boys is being disrespectful, but they're not being disrespectful. They just fall in the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Being led by the Holy Spirit. There's something special about Jesus. And guess what? I want to tell you right now, every knee should bow, every tongue should confess to the glory of God that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to see it. Now, guess what? Now, Jesus went about doing good. Let's look at his ministry. I want you to see what he did as he walks in Galilee. Check it out. Here we go. And Jesus, here we go. We're going down. Check it out. You're going on down to verse 23. And Jesus went about all of Galilee. Did you hear that? Teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases among the people. What's that? That's what you call doing good works, right? Doing the work that he was called to do. This is what Jesus was doing on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. Praise him with me. I want you to exalt him right now. If you got a problem, say, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. That's what Danny's saying. Because that name is above all names. Did you hear that? Let's go ahead on down. Let's go down to verse 24. Then check it out. Now, this is what happened to him. Now, John is in prison, but check this out. Then his fame went throughout all of Syria. Did you hear that? Earlier, we read in the prophecy of Isaiah, the Gentiles, right? So the whole world is getting ready to know that God is on the scene to rescue fallen mankind. Hallelujah. I just want to go off today. I got to say it won't be right. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. Understand this. Jesus come to save the whole world. Here we go. Verse 24. Then his fame went throughout all of Syria. And they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and tormented and those who were demon-possessed. Did you hear that? Epileptic. Did you hear that? Paralytic. And he healed them. Did you hear that? Everything that you can imagine. Jesus Christ was walking on the earth doing what God had called him to do from the foundation of the world to redeem mankind, to let men know that it's by faith in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Family, get excited with me because I'm going off today. I want you to know it. Check it out. I want you to see it. And guess what? And a great multitude following him from Galilee and from the apocalypse. Did you hear that? And Jerusalem and Judea and beyond the Jordan. 
But what I did was I wanted to say this one part for you. Check it out. Let me tell you something. Jesus went about doing good. He wasn't afraid of what could happen to him. He knew what was going to happen to him. But did you hear what he did when he found out that John was in prison? Let's go back. Here you go. It didn't stop him and derail him because that's what the enemy wants to do to you and me. He wants us to stop us in that track. He wants to say, it's not worth it, Danny. It's not worth it, sister. It's not worth it, brother. That's what he wants to do. Check it out. I want to go back to verse 12 when Jesus kicks off his Galilean ministry. Check it out. Now, when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. Guess what? To go off in the name of God. Hallelujah. To let people know that God is real. Did you hear that? That God loves you with an everlasting love. Guess what? My purpose is to let you know that Jesus Christ died, rose again on the third day. Hallelujah. I love him with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my might. Let me tell you something. I had great losses. I lost my mother. I lost my son. My son passed in my arms. I lost my brother, took him to the hospital, told me that day, said, I want to live. Hallelujah. But he's living with God. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Let me tell you something. I'm here to let you know if you're feeling ostracized, beat up, you're feeling perplexed, you feel like that, guess what, Danny? I can't make it. I can't go on. I'm telling you to trust in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you what may be going on is just a light affliction, but the joy of having Jesus in your life. Hallelujah. I've been preaching many of funerals. Hallelujah. I didn't see plenty of people leave. Hallelujah. But I've seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? I didn't see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And I'm here to encourage you. Trust in God because all things are possible to him who believe it. I know right now you can be in this place where, Danny, I just don't see it. I don't feel it. I understand. Guess what? I know what it is to hurt. I know what it is to cry. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ is a comforter. Hallelujah. He sent the Holy Spirit to be here with me and you to give us guidance, to give us peace through all adversities. Hallelujah. I want to tell you I love you. I got to get up on out of here, but I'm going to close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, ask you to bless your people all around the world today, Father, as they cling unto you, that they trust you, that they believe in you, Father, that they see the glory, that they understand that redemption came through Christ. Hallelujah, Father, that you would bless them. And whatever it may be, whether it might be financially, it might be physically, it might be mentally, Father, Whatever's going on might be relationship, Father. Sure for them in Jesus' name, amen. Remember this, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. I want to tell you I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm asking God to bless you. I'm asking God to move speedily in your life. Understand this, pressure will come. But check it out. But if those who trust in God, he says, if your house is built upon a rock, when the winds and the storm come to beat, guess what's going to happen? You're going to stand. But if you're not with God, when that same wind and rain come and hit your house, it's going to crumble because it's built upon sand. Understand this. Jesus said it in Matthew that guess what? It was going to be like that. But those who trust him are wise because guess what? The word of God settles the score. Well, I want to tell you I love you. I want you to be encouraged today. I want you to have a blessed weekend. I'm praying for you right now. Jesus, bless you. 
That's all I got to say. Bless him, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm out of here. I can't wait to talk to you again. Love your family. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day.